Hello, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast workshop. This is Jin Lin. Um, and we are moving on to part three. So for part three, we are going to do a positive negative thought dump. Um, and okay. So I realize I have this on here and I still want to do it, but the point of this is for us to, um, there's just another skill that I would have to teach you to really be able to use this in the same way that I use it. But I think we can kind of sidestep it a little bit and I might add the actual activity at the end because I recorded an individual podcast on it, but I realized the other day going through some of my drafts that I didn't ever upload it. The other thing I noticed was that I, there's a bunch of stuff that I thought that I had for you guys and I don't have it. I actually did not, um, I guess I deleted some stuff. There's some stuff about Noom and, um, a couple other things. So anyway, sorry about that, but, um, okay. So my thought dump I made on scheduling, comma, planning, comma, routines, So that is what my thought dump is about. And on one side, I drew a frowny face. And on the other side, I drew a happy face. And then I made two columns of negative thoughts towards scheduling, planning, and routines. And then I wouldn't necessarily say these are positive thoughts, but like, it's really not negative and positive. It's really just like, I guess a better way of thinking about it is like things that make you resistant to it and things that make you that you're either like kind of neutral or that are votes for the thing. So, you know, like if you're working about, if you're talking about exercise or making time for exercise or whatever, you could do it that way. So I'm going to give you a little bit of time to pause so that you can go ahead and make your two lists. Um, and if you need a little bit more help, I'm going to go ahead and talk about, I'll probably do one for each. And then that way you can decide if you want to stop there and do yours. So for example, oh my gosh, on my list about scheduling planning routines. So on the negative side, this is boring. That would be a thought. On the other side, I need it. And this is going to get into my big thought distortion in a minute, but that's an example of a positive and a negative or negative and a positive this is boring. And then on the other hand, I need it. Um, and they're not meant to be, I don't mean for them to be like rebuttals to each other. Um, those just kind of are, so you can pause here, complete your list and I will tell you what's on mine in just a minute. I'm so tired. Oh my gosh. My daughter was rolling around and just woke up at like two in the morning (sighs) singing songs touching my face turning around putting her hair right in my face was tickling my nose okay gave you plenty of time to pause (laughs) so this is my negative list this is boring I will be a robot can't take breaks no fun I want to do what I want these are the positives or whatever Um, 
My daughter scribbled out my smiley face. I need it. I'm getting nothing done without it. I guess, see, because like, that's kind of phrased in a negative way, but it's a vote for doing it. Um, productivity improves my mood. That is true. That is definitely on the plus side. Clear spaces helps my mind, or clean spaces helps my mind to be clear, um, which is also true. Like if I'm trying to get something started and the area I'm trying to work in is messy, I just don't, I don't have motivation. I guess it actually improves my motivation. Okay. So this is my thought dump on these things. And what I did after this is I read back over my list of negatives. And one of them, when I read it, I had this physical reaction to it. Like it's the, it's the feeling that I get of resistance. Like when I feel this thing, I know that it's telling me something. And the comment that made me feel that way was the one about, I will be a robot. And what I mean when I say that is like, basically there's no spontaneity. There's no like wonder, surprise. Like I don't want things planned to the point where I don't like, I don't want my whole life to feel like a routine. What's so stupid about that whole idea is that my whole life is a routine already. Some of my routines are just like everything's already planned. Like I do the same stuff. It's not like, oh, well today I'm watching YouTube videos, but tomorrow I'm going skydiving. No, the only thing that's different is the content of the videos that I decide to watch when I'm like wasting time. That's the only thing that's different. There's not really any spontaneity there. I'm always, not always, that's thought distortion, but I sit on my phone and I watch videos. That's when I waste time, that's what usually what I'm doing. So um, that's not spontaneous. That is routine. It's very routine. I can almost say it is very robotic. So it just has to come down to like what I think about it. What I think about it is if I have to clean my toilets every Tuesday, well, that was, that would be something a robot would do. <laughs> robot does not usually sit in front of a thing and watch videos. Um, so keep that in mind about a certain thought that you have resistance to. Cause like I said, I'm probably going to teach this little thing at the end. <sighs> I don't know if I want to get into all of it, but we're going to probably do it anyway. Okay. So then with all this stuff, I got this when I said the thing at the end where I said, I want to do what I want. So, and then in the other column where I have, I'm getting nothing done without a plan. So those two things go together. I want to do what I want and I'm getting nothing done without a plan. Both of those things are true. The reason I don't want a plan is because I want to do what I want to do. But when I do what I want to do, well, I'm not really doing what I want to do. Okay, so here's the thought distortion loop. I wrote this down. I don't want to schedule because I want to use my time the way I want. Okay, so then this is like not part of my thinking. This is just a fact. No schedule. Don't get things done that I want. So here's the thought loop picking back up again. I'm not getting to do what I want. A schedule will give me less time to do what I want. I'm not getting to do what I want because I'm not putting it in the plan of things to do. So going back to my list that I made in part two, 
I said things like journal, um, exercise, read. So those things are all things that I want to do, but I don't make time for. Meaning I have the time. I just don't have a plan for my time. So once again, reading the thought distortion loop, I don't want to schedule because I want to use my time the way I want. I'm not getting to do what I want. A schedule will make me, will give me less time to do what I want. This is a thought distortion. Okay. So this is not true. It's just this crazy loop that I keep going through where this breaks down is right here. I don't want to schedule because I want to use my time the way I want. I'm not getting to do what I want. Why? Because I don't have a schedule and plan for me are like the same word. I don't have a plan. So I don't want a plan because I want to use my time the way I want. I'm not getting to do what I want. A plan will give me less time to do what I want. Um, that's just stupid. So, yeah. But that's, that is really, that is legitimately... And this is why you have to monitor your thoughts. This is why you have to examine your thoughts. You have to get curious about them and see what you're doing in your own brain because this is insanity. But this is literally a thought process that happens in my head. I just now put it on paper. Okay. So clearly, I need to have a plan. And I think it was right after I did this, maybe, oh, that I had the big insight that I'm going to share in part four. But um, let me teach you the little thing that I learned in my support group. Um, but I'm going to need a cookie soda for that. So I'm going to stop here for just a minute. It'll only be like a second for you guys, but I'm going to come back and you need a clean piece of paper. And if you want, you can go ahead and make a left-hand column so these letters are going to be on top of each other, going down the page like an acrostic poem. C-T-F-A-R. C-T-F-A-R. And I'll be right back. Okay, guys. Uh, so it's really good that I went and grabbed this Coke because I came up with a great idea for how to teach this to you. So you should have on your paper in the left-hand column, C-T-F-A-R, and you have no idea what that means. Um, so what I'm going to do is the first one of these that we do together, I'm going to tell you what to write for each letter, like what it means and what you're supposed to do there. This stuff is supposed to be like um, CBT. Nothing that I'm doing in any of this is in any way meant to replace mental health professionals or anything like that. See a doctor if you have something seriously bothering you because those are the people that know what to do to help you. But this is something that has helped me um, figure out what's going on with my thoughts and feelings and how to change. You can actually change your feelings by changing your thoughts. And you can actually change your thoughts by examining them and stuff like this. So I'm going to tell you what each of the letters stands for. And then I'm going to give you the instructions because they're kind of specific. You can't just do whatever you want here. If you try to just do whatever you want, it's not going to work. So, um, all right. 
So the C is for circumstance. So circumstance, spell the best you can. I don't know. C-I-R-C-U-M-S-T-A-N-C-E, I think. Um, I always, I thought that was my daughter. It's my outside. I always say that um, I need to talk a little quieter, though, because my heat just went off. Um, I always say that I can't spell out loud, but then I do it somehow. Okay, so um, for circumstance, what you write in this, you're going to write a sentence, but whatever you write here, it has to be like the actual thing that happened. You cannot put any qualifiers with it. So, um, so for example, so all you should be writing right now is like whatever notes you need to do this again later. Um, so an example could be, I cleaned my entire house. Um, or maybe you just say I was cleaning my house because maybe like your version of entire would not be someone else's like your best, this is the way I always say it. And this is my, this is my actual, I don't know where this came from, but there are some things that I personally added to it. So your worst enemy and your best friend would have to agree with whatever you say there. So it has to be very objective in the circumstance column. That's the only one that has to be that way. Okay. T is for thought. You probably already guessed that. T is for thought. So when we just, the thoughts that I said there a minute ago, like, um, I will be a robot. Okay. That is not, I could not use that for circumstance because clearly that is not true, but I could think that it will make me be a robot. And that is perfectly acceptable. The instruction that I want you to put here though, is that you can only do one thought. This is called a model that we're doing. You can only do one thought per model. All right. And what the way that this works is that you do it the way that it's occurring now and then you revise it to tweak something. And we'll talk about that in a minute. I'm probably going to go through with the with the robot idea or something like that. Anyway, the F you probably guessed as well is feeling. And supposedly you're only supposed to write like one word in the feeling column, like one feeling. But sometimes, like it's actually, there are what's called primary and secondary emotions, which is where you, like, let's say that you're actually feeling fear, but for whatever reason, that's not really an acceptable emotion to be feeling. So you cover it up with anger. So it's like whenever somebody lashes out because they're afraid of something, it's like they're, the secondary anger emotion is showing but their primary emotion is actually fear. Um, so I don't hold quite as hard to the, um, and I also have a hard time describing, labeling my feelings. So, I mean, it shouldn't be a paragraph, but I would say if you have more than one feeling, it would be okay. As long as they're kind of like complimentary, like you shouldn't be happy and angry. That's kind of stupid, but anyway. I mean, it sounds stupid, but it wouldn't make sense. I can't think of a situation where that would make sense. Um, maybe like your child wrecked your car, and they, but they're okay. <laughs> you're happy that they're okay, but you're so mad. Um, anyway, the A is for action. So this is where you have a little bit more 
leeway. And then, which is, it's the action that you're taking based on the thought and feeling in the circumstance that happened. And then the R is for the result. So what is the result of you having that thought, feeling that way, taking the actions you took? What is the result of all of that? And what you'll find typically in the first model, which is what we call the unintentional model. So it's just like what happens before you start thinking about, wait, is this actually what I want to be like my crazy thought distortion that I, I was talking about? Um, so what you'll usually find is that the thought and the result are usually linked usually linked. Um, and so I'm going to give you an example of that. Um, okay. So I think I'm going to use a different one. Yeah, I do. Okay. So I'm going to take this, the situation, this hypothetical, cause it didn't, I mean, at least right now it hasn't actually happened. So my, so what I would do here is I would write CTFAR on a different piece of paper. The way that I usually do this is the C is going to stay the same in both models, the intentional, unintentional. What I usually do is when I write my letters going down the page, I leave enough room to write the first sentence of how it is now. And then underneath it in a different color, I write my, what I'm changing it to. So for example, the circumstance that I'm going to say here is that I have actually come up with this schedule or plan for my time and basically have certain things each day of the week, whatever. But the circumstance is I have created a plan, a daily plan. I have created a daily plan. That's the circumstance. My worst enemy looks at it like, oh, yep, she actually created a daily plan and says what she's going to do every day. And then they might say she's never going to do it though. And then my best friend sees it. It's like, oh, she created a daily plan. She's going to do great. She's going to knock us out of the park. Okay, whatever. But both agree I created a daily plan. My thought, though, I start the daily plan and first day, get a couple things done. Then about lunchtime, I'm like, I want to do what I want. I don't want to do this plan. I want to do what I want. So that's my thought. I want to do what I want. I feel frustrated. My feeling is frustration because I don't want to do this. I want to do what I want to do. My action is, well, it could be different things. Maybe the first day I actually do the things on the list, but I do them begrudgingly. And eventually, after a day or so, like I just stop doing the plan. I get frustrated. I'm in a bad mood. I don't feel like it at this point. Telling myself all this stuff. Now, I may be, I'm not going to be writing all this down, but you know, the high points. Basically, I think the action would end up being that I didn't, I stopped doing the plan. The result of that is since I stopped doing the plan, all the things that were scheduled to be done that had to be done, which actually freed up my afternoons so that I could do the things that I had in my list of things I want to do. Well, everything started piling up. So 
I'm not able to do any of the things that I wanted to do because I have to do the things that I have to do because I've put them off until I can't stop anymore. So my end result is that I don't get to do what I want. And remember, my thought was, I want to do what I want. But somehow, because I didn't check that feeling, that thought, and the feeling associated with it, because I didn't, I didn't really consider it, I didn't validate it, I didn't, you know, I just let it take over. And so the end result is, don't get what I want. And that's what I was saying, how they are linked. So then what we would do in this situation is we would create an intentional model. So the intentional model, you're going to take the same exact circumstance. I created a daily plan. Okay. Now, let's say, I'm going to back up for just a minute. And let's say that you notice yourself thinking, I don't want to do this. I want to do what I want. This is where you could come in, like I said, in in part two, part two, I think. Um, and I was saying like, okay, oh, I never read that Noom stuff in part, oh, I got to fix part one. Okay. Sorry. Um, so where I was talking about, um, like validating yourself. Yeah. You know, it's totally understandable. This is a new plan. Of course, you're going to feel some resistance to it. And I know like you don't necessarily have to like doing this. But if we want to get to do what we want to do, we, I like talk to myself, like as I'm two people, like the, the one that's working towards it and the one that's working against it. I don't, that may be a side of mental illness, but it's just, I've always done it. But basically saying to myself, like, yeah, I get that you don't want to do this, but like, we need to do this. So anyway, um, yeah, so The next part is going to be, like I said, changing the model. Okay, so the thought is I've created a daily plan. I've got this, I've I've been having this actual thought that is making me frustrated, but I don't want to feel frustrated. Like I spent time creating this plan. So what kind of thought could I change it to that will help me? So that I feel better about it. So I actually accomplish it. Um, so I'm looking at my list of the other parts of my thought. This doesn't always work this way. But I feel like if I use the thing, um, this thought, like, without this plan, I'm not getting anything done. Like, without this plan nothing, nothing good is going to happen. Um, or I could say, you know, maybe I could just, um, maybe I could just experiment with this, just try it out, be more curious about it. You know, instead of being frustrated with not getting to do what I want, you know, it is new. Maybe I need to give it some time something along those lines, but I'm going to stick with what I have written on the paper. Cause that way I can just read it back to you guys. Um, so maybe my thought could be like in the past when I have not had a plan, I didn't get any of the stuff I needed or wanted done. So my thought about that is 
I'm sorry, my feeling about that would be maybe like understand, it's understanding, see this where I get, I have a hard time with certain feelings. It's like understanding, like accepting, I guess, maybe like acceptance. I don't know. It's like, I see the need for like, if you put it, when you put it that way, yeah, you're right. If I don't follow a plan, then the the must do stuff isn't going to get done. So then the want to get done stuff will not get done. So let's just see what happens. So acceptance. So my action here is, you know, let me try this out. Let me see if I try to follow it the best I can, you know, let's see if there's any improvement with me getting to do the things that I want to do. And the result of that is going to be because I'm doing the stuff that needs to be done just to see if it works and I get to do the stuff I want to do, well, you know what's going to happen. The result is going to be that I actually get to do the things that I want to do. Like I actually will have time to do them because the other things are not piling up and they're getting done. So then it's not just total chaos. So that is an unintentional model and an intentional model side by side. Um, Yeah, hopefully that makes sense. So the circumstance stays the same. In both cases, I created a daily plan. But in the first thing, I was like, I want to do what I want. and I'm not doing this. And I was frustrated. The second one, I was like, you know, it hasn't gone that well without a plan. So let's just see what happens here. And my feeling was acceptance. And then my action thinking about it, like, I'm going to do what I want. Reminds me of Cartman from South Park. But um, my action there was like just like cross arms, bottom lip jutted out and nothing getting done versus um, let's just be curious about it. Let's see what happens. Give it a try. I mean, what I've been doing isn't working. And the result in the first scenario is I didn't do anything I had to do. So now I'm stuck in a point where I have to do the have to's. And I don't have times for the want to's in the other situation. I did the have to's instead of wasting time. And so the things that I wanted to do actually got done. So. I'm looking at my TV and I feel like it just came on, but like there's nothing on the screen. Like it has the Sony light that lights up when it's on and it's, Oh my gosh, I think it's actually coming. Is it? No, maybe I'm crazy. I think I'm crazy. Never mind. Okay. Um, so that is the the CTFAR model thing. And um you don't necessarily have like I didn't do I didn't run models for this. What I did is like I said, I looked at it and I looked at the one that was giving because once you kind of understand how to do this, and you can do it with everything, what you're actually supposed to do after you do one is work on internalizing the intentional model. So like for a week, focus every day, some time on changing that thought, like really focusing on this is what, this is how I want to think about the situation so that it can actually change. Um, But once you get to a certain point with it, when you've been using it long enough, that's why when I read my first list to you guys, I said that I had resistance come up with that comment, I will be a robot. And that let me know that there's something internally going on when I read that comment, I want to be a, I will be a robot um, if I follow a plan. And it let me know that that is something I need to explore. Um, so it's just an idea for that. And I will be coming back 
um, in part four, um, I'll be going over, um, you know, if you're actually going to turn this into something actionable, what kind of things are going to make you fail? What do you need to have to succeed? And, um, I'm going to give you that insight that I've been promoting throughout this entire workshop. So that will be coming in part four. Um, I hope that this whole thing was insightful for you guys. And, um, I might do another, almost like I do speeds, um, with this model, like taking you through working on the model of your own. Um, maybe that could be like a workshop bonus. I don't know. Anyway, uh, see you guys back for part four. Bye.